Knock, knock. Who's there? Memoirs of a Modern Marriage. Memoirs of a Modern Marriage who? Memoirs of a Modern Marriage.com. Oh, shit. You mean I can go to the site and request to be a guest? Fuck yeah. If you want to get in on this nonsensical conversation, hop onto our site and request to be a guest today. Bonus points if you're a furry couple. Also, don't forget to check us out on our social media sites. Links are in the description. Now get ready to start your week off meh. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Memoirs of a Modern Marriage. We are your hosts. My name is Dave. And I'm Liz. And uh, yeah, so uh, awesome few weeks we've had so far, huh? Yeah, it's been, uh, what, three weeks since it's just been uh, us. We've had uh, some awesome guests here the past couple of episodes. And uh, now you get to hear just... Boring old us again. Boring old us. <laughs> yeah, we've had John Allen and Snoopy. They were pretty cool. I really enjoyed talking with them. And then Emery's story, that was fucking wild, wasn't it? That was crazy. It was really cool. Um, I mean, somebody raised in a cult, that to me is just, that's good publicity if you ask me. I mean, everybody should hear the story about somebody who was raised in a cult. It's like, I've never met anybody that was raised in a cult, so or was even in a cult. So, yeah, it was uh, kind of different. It's way different hearing it firsthand than it is just, you know, watching documentaries and listening to my podcasts about cults. <laughs> right. Yeah. We do a fair bit of listening to podcasts about, like, the weird and the occult and the yeah. cults and... Yeah, we've, like, watched documentaries about the uh, psychology behind cults and listened to the podcast about cults and... Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, murder. <laughs> Are you talking about, like, my current podcast obsession? Yes. The new uh, new season of uh, Counterclock is bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I I would like to say that you know Counterclock is not you know pimping us. So uh... yeah, it's just I've <laughs> I've been listening to it like all day, so just on my mind. Ah, it's fresh on your mind. Okay, okay. But um, yeah, I mean. Everybody should know, like, we are super kind of nerdy and watch documentaries about true crime and everything, so. <laughs> and we listen to podcasts about the same. I mean, who who doesn't listen to podcasts about true crime nowadays? I mean, it's, like, almost a staple. Do you know, uh, do you want to hear, like, I think probably, like, the weirdest documentary I've ever seen? What's that? Um, it was about, uh, Pablo Escobar and it was animated and it was told through the eyes of his pet hippopotamus, hippopotami, hippopotamuses. Is it hippopotami? <laughs> Are we talking about a single hippopotamus? No, it was multiple. So oh. like, I don't know if you've heard. It's but still hippopotamus. <laughs> hippopotamuses. Hippopotami. I'm going to say hippopotami. 
I don't, I'm like pretty dis- sure that's not correct, but you guys can destroy me on like social media, but like I'm gonna say hippopotami. Eh, we're not popular enough to be destroyed <laughs> on social media yet. It's fine. But like he had a zoo in Colombia, and um, he brought over like hippopotamus, and now they are wild in Colombia. Because they've been released from the zoo. I kind of want to be wild in Colombia, too. (laughs) Just saying. I feel like anybody who goes to Colombia just becomes wild in (laughs) Colombia. But, like, the documentary was told through their eyes. And they, like, called him Papa and stuff. It was, like, weird. Hell, yeah. It was an animated documentary about Pablo Escobar. It was weird. Well, you know, um, just to be... uh, Just so we're all on the same page here, you know... Um, I, my idea of being wild in Colombia just means doing a whole bunch of cocaine and flashing my titties I like f- this. Woo! I feel like you do that in Akron minus the cocaine. I mean, I just did it right now. You just saw my titties. <laughs> minus the cocaine. <laughs> minus the cocaine. I'm hocked up on black tea, y'all. Uh, gym endorphins. Fucking gym endorphins. Speaking of the gym. Yes. Man. So, yeah, the last time we spoke, I promised you guys that Liz was going to go to the gym. That was three weeks ago. Yeah. So. I've gone to the gym every day that we go to the gym. Every day that we go to the gym. She has been busting her tail at the gym. Yeah. Sweating my balls off. Sweating her balls off. Listening to my true crime podcast. Hell like, yeah. Walking on that treadmill. I mean. Solving murders. Fucking air punching shit. <laughs> I was um, I was laughing that day that you were on the elliptical behind me. And you said like you could see me just like shaking my head at, at what I was listening to. And, yeah, like, you were... You were solving murders. <laughs> I don't know. I think at one point today, like, I threw my hands up in the air, like, just like, what the fuck? Like, you, know? you just don't care. So, yeah, I'm apparently a very animated treadmill walker. So if you uh, happen to see somebody, like, shaking their fists on the treadmill, that's me. <laughs> Fucking burning shit down. Uh. What do you listen to at the gym? Uh Actually, I listen to a whole bunch of shit. Like, lately, it's just been this mix that I made up, and uh, it's uh, just a whole bunch of, like, uh, it's a weird mix. You got metal on there. There's fucking classic rock on there. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of, like, electronica, some dubstep, (laughs) some prof. So, like, if I look over and you're, like, ripping your teeth out, you're listening to uh, dubstep? Yeah, chances are good. I found that if I listen to music, I focus on, like, what I'm doing. But if I'm listening to a podcast, that's what I focus on. So it helps me, I don't know, like, get through my Mm -hmm. workout better because I'm not focusing on my workout and, like, my numbers. I'm focusing on what I'm listening to. Right, right. Um, Well, I'll tell you what. I love the fact that everybody there wears headphones. Yeah. Because today I cut a nasty fart at the gym. (laughs) I'm just going to put that out there. It was awful. And... And to make matters worse, it smelled so fucking bad. Weird. And there was this old lady behind, like beside me, and like she was wearing headphones, and I looked at her like she did it. Oh, like gave her that disgusted. Oh, like, 
Yeah. It's like, ugh. Ugh. Uh, change your depends. It, you guys can't see it, but we're like making like, I smell poo faces. Yeah. <laughs> change your depends, woman. Shit. Um, to be fair, we normally do not eat before we go to the gym and we ate breakfast. Yeah. Before we went to the gym. Yeah, I farted real nasty. <laughs> well, you yeah. had sausage gravy. <laughs> yeah, I was carb loading. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny tisk, because tisk. like I walked like I, I did my time on the treadmill and I got off and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm still busting out like my core and she comes around and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I mean... I could have went longer, but any longer, and I would have just been suffering cramps all night. <laughs> like, that's just the way it is. You would have shat yourself. <laughs> I mean, I did a good 47 minutes. Yeah. I was pretty impressed with that. Yeah. I promised myself I would go an hour, but 47 minutes is still a win. That's 13 minutes shy. I'm not sad about that. I started, my stomach started like, you shouldn't have eaten you shouldn't have eaten. <laughs> I was well, like, I'm going to puke at some point. If if I would have gone any farther, I probably would have like. Well, tomorrow is rest day. So we get to rest. And then Monday morning, we're going to go back to it. Empty, empty stomached and everything. <laughs> it is going to be awesome. But yeah, we figured uh, we'd uh, kind of recap you because like Dave said, the last time it was just the two of us. I was getting ready to go to the gym, and I was kind of like, yeah, I'll do it just to placate you, so you would not, like, you know, you going to the gym, you going to the gym, you going to the gym. Going to the gym, bro. Hey, bro. Going to the gym. And Sup, now bro? I, I love it. I leave there, and I'm in a good mood. Like, I'm cheerful at work, and it's it boosts my mood, and I forgot, like... Because when we really pushed hard back in like 2019, I noticed a change in my attitude. Other people noticed a change in my attitude, and I forgot I like how good I feel. So I'm glad we're we're doing it. I'm glad that I got off my ass and quit making excuses, and I started going to the gym with you now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, five o'clock in the morning sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. But I mean, any other time we don't have time for it. No. You know, and like it sucks, but we can always adjust our night schedule in order yeah. to accommodate our day schedule. The other like I am a night owl. I would like to stay up until like four o'clock in the morning watching my nerdy documentaries and shit. But like Wednesday night we went swimming at the gym after work and we came home and I was dead. Yeah. I was fucking dead. And I, I looked at dead, you. I was dead that night and the next day. Me too. Yeah. Um, We came home and like I sat down and we were kind of watching TV and I'm like, well, it's about bedtime. And you're like, it's 830. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. And we went to the gym <clears throat> the next morning because like Wednesday is our off day and then we go back Thursday morning. So we went swimming Wednesday Thursday morning, we got up and went to the gym, and like you and I just struggled. We struggled. We kind of we we made it about twenty minutes that day, and we were like, you know what? <sighs> but I'm proud of us because we got home from work that night and we worked out. Yeah, we, I mean, it wasn't like terrible. It was just 
you know, we did 20 minutes and, and, you know, at the same time, I'm still proud of us that we went Yeah, because we could have just as easily stayed in bed. Yeah. Like reset the alarm for like two hours later, got Slept, up and then still felt like shit. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I'm proud that we came home from work because we said like, if we leave the gym early, we have to finish our workout tonight at home. And yeah. we did. So like, look at us. Look at us. Gym bros, bro. Yeah. I'm Hell a gym, yeah. I'm a gym bro too. Fuck yeah. I wear my like exercise pants, pulled all the way up to my boobs. <laughs> well, you know, gym bro says that, uh, you know, that protein powder is not good enough for you because it does not have creatine in it, bro. No, you are banned from creatine. <laughs> You're banned from creatine. I banned both of us from creatine. <laughs> Creatine did make my stomach feel a little funny. Yeah. yeah. A, lo- a lot of funny, actually. Like, Didn't really we both super have funny. to, like, call off sick? Yeah, because, like, well, going back to the farts. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I was nauseous. Like, oh, oh, my fucking stomach cramped all day long. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. And we were doing it for breakfast and lunch. And breakfast like, and lunch. And, like, oh, my God. It, it, uh, do you know, like... I don't want to like scare our listeners off by talking about farts the whole time, but come on, I would. I, you guys ever have that fart where you just feel like you're deflating? <laughs> That's you know, a creatine fart. You know what's bad? Like, so we had it for breakfast and we felt sick. We both ended up having to call off work because we were we felt so sick, like like almost stomach flu sick. Then we had it again for lunch and got worse, and then it kicked into my mind that episode of it's always sunny where they do like the group dating and it's like they're making the list of things like they can't talk about and max like creatine shit (laughs) and i'm like oh that makes so much sense (laughs) yeah yeah thanks it's always sunny (laughs) fucking dick bags Well, you know, um, there's a lot of good protein powders out in the world right now that is, do, do, they do not have creatine in them, and they work out just fine. Yeah, we've done different ones. and <clears throat> My favorite was the keto kind. Yeah, those flavors were good. Yeah. But remember when we were on the keto diet and we made our keto shakes with, like, melted butter? That was weird, man. That was I could feel, like, my heart just, like, getting, like... And, you know, it. who's, like, who, why'd you let me make that good of, like, that decision? Like, we should try keto because, yeah, like, I'm a survivor of heart failure. I remember my chest was hurting. Right. Me, and, like, everybody's like, you got to be really careful on keto. And I'm like, yeah, I think I'm about to have a heart attack. Yeah. And you know what? I'm kind of glad that I brought that up because it, it reminds me. Uh, something I did want to talk about on the podcast actually was... My heart failure. Yeah, and that's a crazy story. Yeah. So, like, um, you know, the reason why Liz and I are so concerned about our health. When I first uh, started dating Liz uh, seven years ago, like, I don't know what happened to me. But, like, at one point, like, I just became massive. Yeah, you... It wasn't like, like you got fat. It no. was you looked bloated yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And like, so, you know, I I had um, had 
like you know i i i had had things where like you know i'd swell up you know i'm a bigger dude so like you know bigger dudes that they tend to retain water in places and stuff like that you know bigger people in general mm-hmm. um they tend to retain water and you know that's what i chalked it up to i was retaining water i was retaining massive amounts of water apparently you um were so bad that like you couldn't walk from one end of the house to the other without sitting down right and twice. it all started right after we got sick we yeah. got those colds yeah. and like um and then, like, I just never got over the cold. And then I started getting bigger. But I wasn't eating, like, no. you know, mass amounts of food or anything. But you, I would just keep getting bigger. You couldn't, like, lay down to sleep. You had to sit up. Yeah. And, like, so, um, you know, we, God, we we went through, what, Christmas and New Year and, you just and everything. And, and I just kept on getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And, like, um, finally, like, my legs were so big that I couldn't move them, like, fast. Like, I used to be able to get up and just walk around no problem. And then, like, one day, like, it was just, like, I couldn't move very fast. And then I started getting, like, like thick everywhere. Like, but it was, like, random patches of thick, yeah. you know, in my body. Um, like, you know, around my groin um, it was like, like I, I'm a big dude and like, it's supposed to be soft down there and it was not soft. It was like hard. And when you pressed into it, it left an indent. I think the scary one was the one, um, the on goiter the- on the side of my yeah. stomach. Yeah. It was about the size of a half a basketball. Yeah. And it was sticking out of the side of my stomach and I chalked that up. I tried every excuse I could to like not go get it checked out. We well, tried March... different things like over the counter, like you thought maybe I had a backup of stool or yeah. you know, something. Well, um as it turns out, um March sixth, we went to we went to urgent care, which is like an emergency room around here. Yeah. Um, but it's not an emergency room. It's like, you know, just like a, a, an it's emergency doctor's office. O- yeah. An emergency doctor's office. We'll, we'll say. And like, we went there and they highly advised that I went to the hospital. They didn't know what it was, but they highly advised that I went to the hospital mm-hmm. and I did not. I signed a waiver refusing treatment because um, it was our anniversary. It was our anniversary of when we got together. One year. Yeah. One year anniversary. So, like, nine days pass, and it is March 15th, which is Liz's birthday. Yeah. Now, all the while, I'm having trouble going to the bathroom. I can't pee very often. I mean, I thought maybe I was like, you know, getting cancer because like, you know, prostate cancer, you, you, you pee like a trickle and that's it. And that's what I was doing. Mm -hmm. Well, um, it came down to where like I would go to the bathroom and it would take me two hours to go to the bathroom. I couldn't reach around myself to finish the job. I had to get up and take a shower every single time. It was, it was bad. 
And I couldn't move no more than 10 feet without having to sit down and like breathe and like catch my breath and let my heart slow down and shit like that. I came home from work for lunch that day and you were in the bathroom and in the bathroom, sitting on the toilet, like with your pants up, you weren't going to the bathroom. You were just sitting there and you're like, I've been here all day. I can't get up. Yeah. And, um, then like that night I went to the bathroom and that, um, I tried like hell to go and I couldn't. And then like, I'm like, sorry, I'm getting gross, but I'm going to get gross. I pushed really hard. And, like, I felt the basketball-sized goiter on the side of my stomach. It almost felt like it exploded inside of me. And it shot across my stomach. And, like, I – apparently I fell off of the toilet. And I want to say, like, I was trying to get you to go to the hospital. Yeah. And you were like, no, it's your birthday. I don't want to go to the hospital. Right. And my birthday was the next day. And – Can I just, this breaks my heart. Like every time, like I tell this story, I cannot like, I, I I tear up, you know? Yeah. And when you came out of the bathroom and like, so it was like a little after midnight. So it was your birthday. Yeah. And you looked at me and said, I think I need to go to the hospital because I don't want my birthday to be the day I die. And fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah and liz had to go to work the next day and i just like, had i had pneumonia so i'd been off for a week i'm like i can't i i it kills me it kills me because i couldn't afford to take the day next day off so i couldn't stay at the hospital with I, you. I, I dropped you off i at didn't the, fault you for it at i all. dropped you off at the fucking emergency room yeah and i went home and i cried myself to sleep for not being with you because what happens if something would have happened to you right well you were my emergency contact so you would have known and we were like two blocks from the hospital right so but like it like i dropped you off at the emergency room door and as i'm pulling away like i just fucking lost it yeah i felt awful well you know and I'm sitting in front of you now, so obviously the story actually had a happy uh, a happy end to it. But I will say this. This is what happened in the hospital. So, like, I go inside the hospital, and they rush me to the back. And they have me – all of their rooms are full up, so they have me in this, like – side room i've never seen anything it's not like a janitor's closet or something like that but it was like a it was like a i don't know an overfill room like maybe it was triage i don't know i'm just gonna say this one time i went to emergency room and it was so full they didn't have rooms for anybody i was in a chair in the hallway oh yeah 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 i've seen them that full that's insane yeah um Mm. and also unsanitary also not not very private (laughs) Not very private at all. But yeah, so they had me laying down on this, uh, they had me laying down on this, uh, like, um, cot, I want to say. It was not a hospital bed, but it was like, and it wasn't like a gurney or something, but it was like a cot. Um, Well... They had me laying on there, and they – I kept on asking for answers, but they didn't have answers for me. Didn't and they I, at one point think you had appendicitis? 
Yes. Um, actually, that was at urgent care. Well, when you went to the hospital, yeah, too. they they also said that it, because they said there was a fluid buildup around my uh, around my appendix, and they think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I told them about all the pain that I was in, you know, because I still had that that you know explosion basically inside of me, and they shot me up full of uh, Dilaudid, and I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I need more of that. I even tried to convince them that I couldn't feel it anymore. So they would give me more. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, long story short, basically, well, it's going to be a long story. Guess what, guys? You're on our podcast. <laughs> um, but, like, they um, they said, well, we suspect we know what's wrong with you. We highly recommend that you stay. And I said, okay, I'm ready. So I go in and they give me, I couldn't go to sleep because I couldn't sleep laying down. You know, it was like I was drowning. You know, it almost felt, I had to, just to kind of give you guys an idea, like I was breathing real fucking weird, like, like that, you know, and like. I, I couldn't do it. It was almost like I, I was trying to breathe really fast in and out, you know? Um, and it's because I didn't have the lung function, mm-hmm. you know? Well, um, they set me up and I still couldn't go to sleep. I had a hard time sleeping just because I was afraid. And they gave me um, they gave me a sleeping pill. Well... The sleeping pill was a couple days later. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was a couple days later. Yeah, because I was at work, and you're like, yeah, you called me. I finally did go to sleep, I think, and I didn't sleep long. I slept for maybe an hour, two hours tops. Yeah. Um, But um, the next day, they ran some tests, and they told me, they said, you know, uh, your heart function is beating at an 11% efficiency. They said, you're lucky you came in when you did, because if you would have waited any longer, you wouldn't be here. Yeah. They said, um, I would have woke up in the morning and found you dead. Yeah. And um, so anyway, um, they kept me in the hospital for a couple of days um, and they put me on a water pill. Okay. And uh, it was a very high regimen of, like, Lasix. It was, like, the highest that they can, like, legally prescribe, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was peeing, like, every 10 minutes. Not even, like, every five to seven minutes, you know? Yeah, you had, like, um, a bedside, like, urinal thing because there were, day- like, times you couldn't even, like, get up fast enough. Oh, yeah. Like, when it hit, it was time to go. And... Go, I did. Um, and they told me, like, the weird little connoisseurs that they are, that they wanted to study it, you well, know? tell everybody, like, what triggered it. The the heart failure? Yeah. Well, they didn't know that at the time. I was oh, getting there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I was getting there. Um, so, like, uh, as we were talking about the sleeping pill, one night I just could not go to sleep. So I asked for a sleeping pill. And they gave me one. I think it was like uh, – No, it wasn't Seroquel. It was Ambien, I think. Oh. Ambien. Yeah, it yeah, was Which Ambien. is a pretty mild. It, it's pretty mild. But uh, 
So I was also like a heavy smoker back then. And like, I would just get up in the ran in the random middle of the night just to have coughing fits. Yeah. Now, just to kind of give everybody a little bit of insight, uh, at that point, I had been smoking for 26 years. I started when I was eight years old, and I quit that year. You and I each smoked three packs a day. Yeah, we smoked a lot. Um, well, suffice to say, um, I got up, and I remember coughing. And that's about it. When I came to, I had like eight doctors and nurses around me and they were trying to revive me. And apparently I like my heart stopped. Yeah, you flatlined. Yeah. And uh, so they didn't give me any more sleeping pills. Yeah, you called me because I was at work. This was during the day. Yeah. And you were like, tell your mom to come sit with me because I don't want to be alone right now. Yeah. Because I couldn't I couldn't leave work. Right. And so my mom and stepdad came down to the hospital to sit with you. And then like from that time on for the rest of the time you were in the hospital, they would stay with you during the day. Yeah. They wouldn't leave me alone. And I would come after work and stay. Mm -hmm. And like, there was probably what about a 45 minute like gap between them leaving and me getting there. Yeah. And the nurses were really nice. They fed everybody and shit like that. You remember they were feeding you? Yeah, because we had no money. Like, I was eating, like, a can of tuna. Right. I mean, we (laughs) even before I went in there, man, we weren't eating eating well at all. Like, we were pretty destitute. And, I mean, yeah, I say we were smoking three packs of cigarettes a day because that's where our money went. That's where our fucking money went. Our priorities were fucked up back then. Oh, yeah. And now we're we're doing pretty well, I have to say. Um. But, like, so I've kind of droned on about this a little bit. But, you know, the whole time they're, like, taking blood from me. They're, you know, checking my urine, making sure everything was, like, you know, aces. Uh, I spent eight days in the hospital. Now, they did finally give me a diagnosis of heart failure. And I did um, have a chat with a very nice doctor who, like, told me that I need to change my lifestyle or I'm going to die. And I did. I changed my lifestyle. It wasn't immediately after I got out of the hospital, but it was shortly after. We quit We quit smoking probably, what, two months after that and started vaping. Yeah, we started vaping in May. Yeah. This was in March. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah about two months. So, um, then, uh, like, eight days after I was in, they released me. I had dropped 63 pounds in fluid. In eight days. In eight days. That's fucking insane. Yeah. So anybody who says water weight isn't real, fuck you. <laughs> okay? Water, water weight is real. It is held in place by sodium. And um, if you have too much sodium, that shit will fucking happen. But here's the case with me. So when they released me, they told me that they suspect that it's a viral heart failure. But they weren't sure. So... um. My diagnosis was in March. Mm-hmm. Um, what was six months after March? That was what September. Yeah, that was yeah. insane. This yeah. story is insane. Um, so like in May we started vaping. Now mm-hmm. I'm not like advocating for vaping or anything like that. I think that any vice is not great for you, but this worked for me, and it still does. Yeah. Um. But vaping did not exacerbate the problem. 
So, in fact, your cardiologist said he had done his own research, and his only problem with vaping was was that you were still using nicotine, which was a stimulant. They didn't want you to use nicotine. They didn't want you to have any caffeine because of your heart. Right. So, like, I kind of kept on the diet for the most part. We did that really they, well. That they that they had me on. And look, let me tell you, that is a bland fucking diet, okay? Yeah. It was like no salt, none. Not no not even a little bit. And if it had sodium mm-hmm. in the product, it had to be a little bit. Yeah. And no processed foods. Couldn't have any of those. When you first got out of the hospital, like I had to go grocery shopping for us and you couldn't go because at that point you were not supposed to exercise. You weren't supposed to be too active because they still were your heart was still healing so i went to the grocery store for us and i remember calling you like there's fucking nothing here that you can eat right like i'm like i would you know trying to think of what we can have that you know because we didn't have a lot of money and so you know obviously when you don't have a lot of money processed foods or what you kind of tend to go to. Right. So I'm like looking at things and I'm like, there's nothing like I was so like, it took me forever at the grocery store. And they I wouldn't let me exercise. They wouldn't let me go to work, but I couldn't claim temporary uh, disability either because heart failure is not a disability, you know, yeah. but and you weren't allowed to work. <laughs> you but, had a doctor's note saying you weren't allowed to work. Right. So like, Long story short, again, it's not going to be short. Um, we did the best we could with what we had. Mm-hmm. And I was not allowed to have more than one liter of fluid a day, yeah. like one liter of water. And that includes water and foods. So, like, could you imagine how fucking hard that was? So you're not allowed to eat processed foods. So you're supposed to eat vegetables and fruits yeah but you have to take into account the Sugar. water water in vegetables and fruits yeah yeah <laughs> and i and remember you had like they told you to fill up a one liter bottle of wa- just water you didn't have to drink that water yeah but like you had to measure everything so like if you drink a cup of coffee you had to pour a cup of that water out to right. track your fluid intake for the day they said that was probably the easiest way to do it like Tit for tat. <laughs> yeah. And I did it. I fucking did it. It was tough. You know what the best <clears> thing <throat> that came out of that diet was? What? Remember when we had that um, salmon? Oh, I looked at that picture the other day and I drooled. The salmon Wellington? Oh, God. That you shit were... was aces. And yeah. that's when we started tracking in um, an app all of our food because yeah. then we could track our calories, our sodium, I mean, that was way too much food for me. By the way, the salmon Wellington. Yeah, yeah, that was way too much food for me. But 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 it it was was so good. And you know what? I think I'm gonna look that recipe up again. I would love to do that again. We had it that one time. Yeah, and we've not stopped talking about it since. Oh my god, (laughs) that stuff still haunts my dreams. Um, but uh, so in September, um, I go back. They want me to get in an ECG, which is an echocardiogram. Because it was like a six month checkup to, right. to see how it, what's been happening. Yeah, so like I go in there and um, they let me come back with you. Yeah, into the room. And 
this was uh well they had me do a stress test first the stress test sucked it was a uh, i couldn't exercise so they wouldn't let me do like a stress test on the treadmill so they did what they call what is that it's a uh, chemical yeah, chemically stimulated um stress test which are dangerous yeah <laughs> oh my god that like I've never felt like that before. That was weird, man. Yeah. Like they injected me with something, so and like die. yeah, they it was like iodine or some shit, so they can see what's going yeah. on in my in my veins. And then like they fucking injected me with a chemical, and then like my whole fucking body just felt like it was burning calories all at once. Like yeah. you, you ever exercise too much and you feel the burn? Yeah. <laughs> I was laying down and I was feeling that burn like it it was that. And so like they did that I don't know a few weeks before the ECG. Yeah. Well then I take the ECG after they get the results back from that and like the lady's like looking at the at the screen. Yeah, she started acting super And like she like, started getting sus. like sketchy, you know? Yeah. Like she was getting real fucking sketchy. So like um she left the room. Yeah. And, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? You and I are like freaking out. Like, I think at one point you said, well, I'm about to be admitted into the hospital because something's wrong. Yep. I was fucking sure. She was. And I mean, like, you would think that they would hide the reactions better. Right. But she was just like, huh, huh. What did you say is wrong with you? And like nothing. Yeah. Like no context. And then she brings in another person. And right. she's like, I just want to bring in a second opinion to see if they see what I'm seeing. And yeah. at this point, like, I'm panicking. You're panicking. Right. Now, I did have a job at this point. Um, yes. My uh, my cardiologist had called me and told me that, you know, I can go to a light duty job. And I think it was actually after the uh, after the stress test. Um, because I started work, like literally I just got out of training. So that would have been like three weeks later Yeah, that I had the ECG. Yeah. And we took the day off work. Yeah. So like, um, so she's like, you know, like, you know, nudging this person and they're whispering to each other and shit like that. And I'm like pointing at the screen. Yeah. And, and like, I'm fucking freaking out at this point. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? She was like, it just seems like. You know, your numbers are reasonably normal. And I'm like, okay, well, that's hope, I guess. Yeah. Um, and it then. It's just weird because, like, and they're not really allowed to tell you anything because no, they're just a technician. No, they can't tell you shit. And, like, I mean, look, they run these numbers all the time and they know what's good, they know what's bad. But, like. And I think we even said something about, like, you're scaring us right now. Like, right. What the right. Fuck? Like, this last, like, this last ECG I had this year, uh -huh. um, the lady was like, you know, I know I'm not supposed to tell you this, but you look pretty normal. Yeah. You know, she knows what normal mm. looks like. She does this shit yeah. all the time. Um, she was like, I mean, you're not great. But you're not bad either. And I'm yeah. like, well, I'm fine with that. You yeah. know? Like, <laughs> um, so uh, needless to say, I got a call. I think it was like. The next day. It was the next day, right? It was yeah. at work. Um, and I couldn't answer it because like I was working. Yeah. Uh, so I called them back. Uh, it was my doctor's office. Um, 
and I called them back the next day or the, uh, when I got lunch that day and I said, Hey, you know, sorry, I'm at work right now. You know, um, what's, what's happening. And she was like, well, first I just need you to confirm your birthday. And I, I told her my birthday. And I'm you sure know. you're just like antsy, like, am I dying, bitch? <laughs> right. Yeah. Like I'm fucking like, Jesus Christ, I'm on my deathbed, you know, like somebody get me away from the light. Just fucking tell me where to go. Um, and long story short, again, not really. They told me that they were like, you know, you all your vitals came back normal. Your heart came back at an 85% efficiency, which is good. Yeah, much better than 11. Your lung, your, uh, your lung uh, capacity is better. Everything's better. Um, and you do not have heart failure. But we would like you to come in and see the cardiologist. And I said, okay. So I came in and I saw the uh, my doctor, mm-hmm. and um, he's still my doctor, and it's been six years. Yeah. Um, I saw him, and he said, "If you decide, you know, that you kind of want to live a different lifestyle, just know that you are more susceptible to catching this again." He said, and I'm pretty sure that. This was viral. He said, I'm uh, I'm 99% sure that it was viral. And that's what I told him. I said, you know, we did have a cold before this went down. Mm-hmm. And he said, that makes, <clears throat> he said, that makes sense because, um, you know, having a cold can actually like, you know, slow down your heart function and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I just kind of, you know took it for what it was worth. And he said, you know, don't go back to old habits. Also, what is the percentage of people who overcome heart failure? It's like stupid low. So 33, 33%. Yeah. Like it's one out of three people. Yeah. So like, um, I am that one out of three people. So 33%. I think your age had a lot to do with it. Oh yeah. 33. No, 34. Yeah, I was 34. And they told me um, when I was in the hospital, they said that I was the youngest person they've treated with heart failure. Now, that hasn't been the same since because there are now an influx of younger people getting this heart failure. And it doesn't mean that they're catching it by a virus. That means that a cold or something is is causing it. And just because you have viral, uh, you know, a viral uh, heart failure, CHP, I wanted to call it, but, um, or CHF, sorry, CHF, I wanted to call it. Um, but like, just because you have, it doesn't mean it's going to go away. No, You know, um, that I just got lucky and I'm probably going to get it again later in life. And I'd be okay with it later in life when like, you know, you're like, I don't, right. (laughs) Yeah. Or dead. You know, that'd be cool. Give me heart failure after I'm dead. That's fine. Um, But, yeah. So, like, to kind of narrow it down there, that's the whole reason why I've been more adamant about my health lately. Because I kind of did see myself slipping back in old habits. Yeah. And that's why I've been going to the gym. And I have a set schedule at the gym. And I love it now. Like, I had to force myself to go to the gym. Just like you did. Um, but I made up my mind 
And when I made, when I put my mind to something, I do it. Yeah. And, you know, we're working on eating healthier. That's, that's a little bit trickier, you know? Like, yeah, this go round. We're not like, we don't have naysayers. I know. And last time we had naysayers because yeah. this, this go round, it's like we they've can't. seen us do it before. So they know we're going to do it again. Yeah. Um, but back then it was just like, nah, man. You can't go from like a 4,000 calorie diet to a 1,400 calorie diet. There's just, just no in, fucking way. And we did it in a day. Like, we did it. We just made up our mind one day and we did it. You know? And I mean, it was tough. It was tough. It was so fucking tough. But I fucking pulled everything out of our free- fridge. I pulled everything oh, yeah. we out we of threw our pantry. Everything out. We got rid of everything and started from scratch oh, yeah. on this diet, and oh, yeah. we did it. And yeah. I don't know what it is now that I just. Well, we're not eating bad now. We're just eating. No. We're just not eating fourteen hundred calories. No, you know we're probably eating a normal amount of food. Yeah. You know, about a 2,000 calorie diet. But like I, I was say. saying earlier, when we started that in 2019, going from, you know, we just ate fucking whatever we wanted. It was disgusting how much we would eat. Like the calories, just deep fried, you know, sugar. Yeah. You, we would get each get like a two liter of pop. Oh, God. <laughs> like, and if I smoked pot, I could eat until I felt the food in the back of my throat. Yeah. And so we went down to that 1400 calorie a day diet. And then on top of that, you and I exercised seven days a week, burning 1500 calories. So we were constantly in a deficit, right? That we burned out. We fucking burned out. That's well, not, not I, only it, did we burn out, but you know, a lot of that for me had to do with COVID. I was depressed when we were home all the time. Well, you know, we started that diet, like what, like the last week of March. Yeah. And then we ran through it. For through, a year. Yeah, for, for a year. For a whole year until they shut down the but restaurants. I got, I got so discouraged because I started plateauing. Yeah. Like no matter what I did, I could not drop any more. I, I wasn't gaining. I just wasn't losing. Right. And I didn't want to maintain because, I, you know, and I got discouraged. And then... Other things happened and I was on birth control and that fucks with a woman and, you know, right. it makes it harder to. We just kind of gave up. And COVID hit and. Yep. And, you know, it was really hard to get to grocery stores, too. Like, yeah. it was really hard to get in the grocery stores when COVID hit. So and then we it, would do a fair bit of like ordering out. Yeah. You know, because we couldn't go to the grocery store because either. The grocery store would have a, a person expectancy out there. This is before they started doing like the, uh, you know, uh, the the curbside pickup and shit. Yeah, but you, they would stand. You'd stand in line having to wait for like two people to leave so you could go in. Right. It was a fucking nightmare. And then, I mean, so then we moved, and we tried. We really tried to get back on it once we moved yeah. and things started opening up a little bit more and you could go to the grocery store and there was actually like food on the shelves again. Right. And we, tr- that's and when we toilet paper, you <laughs> jackasses. <laughs> but, and this was still in 2020, you know, we, that's when we tried keto to get, you know, we figured 
we wanted to get back on the diet, but the diet that we had been on wasn't working for us anymore. Like we just plateaued. So we're like, well, let's try something let's else. Let's switch it up. You know, we, we switched it up to keto and that fuck, that was, was a awful. bad idea. We tried Weight Watchers and we did okay with Weight Watchers. Yeah. I mean, I didn't lose. I mean, I think I ended up losing like 15 you pounds. You did pretty good with Weight Watchers. I didn't do very good with Weight Watchers because the problem with Weight Watchers was they didn't have, like, they let you eat what you wanted to eat. And to me, I'm just like, well, I want more. Yeah. You know, like. Oh, I have like <clears throat> bonus points for the week. And Fuck yeah. I'm going to have a bucket of fried chicken. So I think this, <laughs> this time we're not... We're not using any special diet. We know how to eat now. We know what proper um, serving sizes are. We know how to read a fucking nutrition label now. We're just... We keep our shit balanced and we go to the gym. And we're going to try to do it again and do it right. You know? Yeah. Uh, Losing sustainable weight is going to be... Last year was tough. I mean, last year, I think, was just a throwaway fucking year. It was Yeah. Well, you know, and actually, um, a lot of the people on Twitter that listen to our podcast have seen me uh, post this, that, like, the last two years, like, I don't know what the fuck happened, man. It's like this fucking country went all funhouse mirror, you know? Like, yeah. <clears throat> you know, like, it's it's weird because, like, you know, you know, that like the government fucking sucks now. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, they've always sucked, but like they suck worse now because I don't know. It's like a reality TV show or some shit. Yeah. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. Um, and then like the fucking Twilight zone. Yeah. It's like a Twilight Zone episode. And then like, like people in general just lost their fucking minds. I don't, I don't know what the fuck's going on there. They're like, they just, they're stupid. It's weird because, and like, I don't want to sound like, superior except you guys you listeners you guys are awesome but like it's weird that you know we've never dealt with going to the grocery store and they don't have fucking chicken or they don't have this or they don't have that right we went to the grocery store today and there's no fucking chicken like there's a chicken famine like when did fucking chicken Get on the list of shit that, like... There's no baby formula. We can't even buy our dog food. Like, we don't even, like, do super special dog food for like, our dogs. We can't buy our dog like are food. Like, ch- are we keeping our fucking chicken and beef quarantined and shit? Is that why they're not, like, producing more chickens? <laughs> it's weird. Like, like when did... Like, they, chickens stop having sex? They didn't have French... Like, frozen French fries. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's, like, a potato shortage now. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is... This is insane to us because, like... This has never we, been a problem. Ever, no. Ever. No. <laughs> in the history of ever. I mean, because, like, like, World War Two when you had, like, ration coupons. Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> even that was, like, even that, like, you know, I, I just, I don't know. We had we didn't live that, but, like... Yeah, for us. We've never experienced anything like yeah. this. Yeah, and it's, like, you know, you see a fucking chicken shortage, like... They when the fuck did the chicken stop boning? Like, or did they do they keep them quarantined? Like, is that what's did, going on? Did you see like now there's like a monkey pox outbreak? A fucking monkey pox outbreak. Yeah. Like, goddamn. Yeah. Like, Don't look at those pictures. It's gross. Yeah. You get like these like little bumps like all over your skin. Oh. Like chicken pox, but it's like monkey pox. Oh. Well, that's cute. No. <laughs> Do they turn into like herpes sores? I have no idea. I stopped looking because you know what happens when I look at WebMD. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> I start getting those conversations. 
can you look at this mole? <laughs> Does this look cancerous to you? <laughs> Holy shit. I have a weird headache. <laughs> uh, how come, how come, like, here, smell this. <laughs> <laughs> no, shut up. <laughs> All right, so I think that about wraps up our time today. I like that we ended our conversation with, here, smell this. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be our new tagline, by the way. So Next, next line of uh, coffee mugs. <laughs> <laughs> there you guys go, man. Make sure you subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> Fucking give us uh, five stars on Spotify and Google Podcasts and Stitcher. Um, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up for this week. Um, we are your host. My name is Dave. And I'm Liz. And thank you for listening to us. And uh, we will see you next week. See ya.